Welcome, everybody, to a very special edition of Video Mojo with Anna Priz. Anna, welcome. So glad you're here. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So we have a secret, which is that even though this sounds like the beginning of the vodcast, this is a retake of the opening because we had some technical issues. And, you know, I guess it's I get what I asked for in the sense that I'm always talking about Video Mojo as an exploration of the leading edge of video marketing. Uh, and so we're going to share with you the lessons, but I want to tell you that Anna is a very successful TikToker. In fact, when we had our first conversation, I noticed that I jumped around a little bit on your numbers. And I said, you had 138,000, you had 137,000 followers. Well, I looked this morning and now you're over 141. So it is growing yeah. quickly. <laughs> And so, yeah. <laughs> so she's a, f a bit of a phenom, and, and I'm a fan. Uh, I was really happy to find her and to enjoy her poignant comedy that is really based on, uh, I think, authenticity and vulnerability, and very relatable. So um, I appreciate you taking the time. One of the things that I thought was interesting in that conversation was, you said that you don't usually talk with people about being a creator. Why do you think that is and what and what you know what do you think that video creators need to know based on what you've discovered? I think that um content creation is it's not new but the the new kind of way that it's going and I think sometimes how people see uh like content creators or influencers um it, it it's just like it's a thing people make fun of, kind of, if you aren't in it and you're not watching it and you don't know the kind of stuff that people are out here producing. Like we talked we're, we talked about TikTok and just what a different platform it was than I imagined it in my mind. Um, and I think that's kind of the same way I feel about not talking about content creation very often is I don't really know how to explain it to somebody who hasn't digested any of it previously. Um, and then when you're talking, you know, generally in a podcast or in an interview, people are asking you about you. Um, so, I mean, I love the opportunity to talk about content creation because I have, you know, almost nobody to discuss that with in my, you know, in my daily life. Wow. That's really interesting. And, and it, it, there is, there, there is a little bit of a cultural disconnect too, that just because I want to be transparent with the audience in terms of the lessons that we've been learning. So one thing that we learned is you definitely want to do guest prep. And, um, you know, we've <laughs> normally found that to be people that are less video savvy, need an orientation to have good sound, to have decent lighting and so forth. With you, I made the mistake of presuming that you would be on a computer and the recording platform that we use, Riverside, is not iPad yet compatible. It's not iPad compatible yet. Yeah. And you showed up yeah, on an iPad I, and I didn't realize. Go ahead. You know, I mean, how, what was that like from no, your side? I, uh, it's just, it's so funny because I, you know, since I started creating content, it's been on a phone or the iPad and, you know, my editing apps are on my phone. Um, so, you know, yeah, I just, it's so funny. I just wouldn't have even thought to use a computer. Yeah. I, so the bottom line is that the awesome conversation that we had, which got into 
the depths of, for example, a term that I had never heard before, which is algorithm abuse. And what does it take to be a successful creator on TikTok? Um, also, you know, brings us back to this experience of what does it mean to be a creator, right? I've been a video producer literally for decades and am, you know, at the leading edge, I think, of vodcasting. But TikTok is an entirely new environment. And, you know, maybe you can illuminate us a little bit more in terms of what you think is different about it. But, it, you know, it is clearly a whole new animal. It really is not Instagram and it's not YouTube. It's a whole new ballgame. I think TikTok highlights normal in exciting ways. And I, you know, where it's not like written in, not necessarily written in produced comedy. You know, it's it's like just people talking and they're funny. Um, I just find, yeah, TikTok is just kind of like normal life, a little bit illuminated. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a little bit less finessed, um, you know, than YouTube or, you know, people posting edited photos on Instagram. You know, it's a lot more on the fly. People are filming themselves. People, you know, I'm generally just trying to use like the sun to light my videos. And uh, it's just like a... It's kind of a new way to create content um, that's still, you know, complicated and takes time, but it's uh, less curated. Yeah. And and it has that conversational quality. In addition to the authenticity, the thing that I took away from our conversation, you know, I had heard many people talk about how if you want to be successful on TikTok, really, you should be posting at least once a day. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, so I woke up to the fact I've been having it as a goal, and um, but not achieving that goal. And you made it clear to me that it's not like a maybe or a halfway, that yeah. once or twice a yep. day, every day, don't miss a day, you even, you know, will let the conversation speak for itself. But you talk about where people even back each other up in order to make keep it going. And that mm -hmm. is also different. It, it, it's yeah. different from Facebook or Instagram or other social media. And it is, uh, you know, the magic is the algorithm, but the algorithm is also causing creators to have to engage in a new way. Yeah. So you've in been doing that. You, you, you know, the, <laughs> the, the last new question that I want to ask you is, you know, you, I think, spoke well, and people will hear about the challenges if they listen to the rest of this interview. But you also <laughs> said, and it's worth it. And I didn't follow up with you there. And I thought I'd give you an opportunity to talk about why you go to the trouble of posting at least once a day, and I think often twice a day. Uh, it's for me. Um, when I say like, it's worth it. Um, one, like, it's instant feedback always. Um, you have a lot of opportunities to fix it. Like say you post a video and it's not great, but you're watching it. Other people are watching it. You have instant feedback. You post three hours later and it's better. So, you know, I'm improving just as a creator every step of the way. And then on top of that, um, I mean, I'm improving as a person because I have, to, when you're producing that much content, um, you're pretty digging pretty deep all the time. Like, when I, if I can't come up with content, I'm, I'm truly sitting there like, 
what are you thinking? What are you feeling right this second? Like, and you know, we don't all the, take a lot of time. I probably previously, I didn't do that. Like, how are you? Like, how are you? So that you can talk about it. Um, and so I just think like for my mental health and my creative brain, it, it's, I'm growing, I'm growing, which I think I don't have any really other opportunities in my life to constantly be moving forward. Wow. I mean, that is a powerful endorsement and not anything that I've ever heard anybody else say, although I have that feeling myself. And so yeah. I will say right up here at the top that I'm doubling down on the discipline. I'm even starting an accountability group and offering an April 30 day challenge because I want oh. the support <laughs> to do it myself yeah. every day because I do see videos and I do hear stories of businesses that have literally exploded, like just gone through the roof overnight. But they had to post this one woman I was watching last night. She is posting four or five times a day about her natural eco-friendly products like dishwashing and toilet cleaners and all kinds of soap mm -hmm. cleaners, stuff like that. And all of a sudden they're like out of stock and, you know, back ordered and they can't deal with it because she found that moment where, as you said, the algorithm trusts you. So anyway, yeah. I really appreciate yeah. you being with us. So the heads up is that after the first minute of the original interview, which is just about to start, uh, the video is going to go to a still frame and it'll be like an old fashioned audio podcast. For those of you that listen to Video Mojo on the traditional podcast distribution platforms, audio only anyway, you won't even notice the difference. I am going to spice it up with a couple of clips of Anna's uh TikToks to illustrate the kinds of things that she does. And uh, I know yeah, that you're going to cool. enjoy this interview. <laughs> really valuable stuff, Anna. And I love talking about creating with you. And if you want to do more of it, yeah. you're welcome to come back because. Uh, oh, absolutely. Awesome. Thank you again. And here you go. Yeah, thank you. Here's the interview. <laughs> well, welcome to a special edition of Video Mojo. Welcome, Anna Prizzi. So great to have you here. Thanks ah, for making I think the time. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just discovered you on TikTok last week. That's how like oh real time we're doing this. Yeah. And you are hysterically funny and doing it in a way that comes from your heart, I believe, and is about kind of revealing your human angst, if I can say that. And totally. <laughs> you nailed it. Thank you. And that, so that's part of what I think is really different about TikTok. And I, the, the one other thing I want to say by way of introduction is that I watched a TikTok the other day where the woman was dissing Facebook. She said, that's where people pretend that they like their relatives. And Instagram <laughs> is where people want to look good. Like, look how beautiful my life is. But on TikTok, people are real and are willing to reveal their foibles and their fears and so forth. And you do that in spades. And so how did you come to make a TikTok following, which now is what I think 135,000 followers yeah. <laughs> that's so based on, based on humanity and based on kind of, you know, pulling back the kimono. If yeah. You will. Um, I did, I discovered TikTok, you know, through, uh, like a younger cousin, um, and she showed me it and I said, I'll never be on there. You know, that, that wasn't something I was interested in, you know, like I'm not getting that app. That's, you know, that's for young people. 
Uh, and then I downloaded it and I was hooked immediately um, because it was, like you say, nothing like anything I'd ever seen before. Um, you know, it did seem more real. It did seem more like people were saying things that mattered um, and in a way where you can discover people that you can't get anywhere else, really. Like, that's the only reason I even have a platform is it pushes your content to whoever um, and you know, nothing else does that. You can't really post a picture to Instagram and hope people will see it, you know? Um, yeah. And so I thought I tried to tell people that too, since I've been on TikTok, like, Hey, I don't, you're missing out. Like people say they don't like social media, but this is kind of a different vibe. Like, and you, you get to curate it so much to yourself. So all of my FYP is so curated to just kind of quirky, sad <laughs> people experiencing, you know, life as it really is, you know, complicated and complex and, you know, with a lot of empathy, but also, you know, dread uh, just of everyday things, you know, nothing out of the ordinary, um, which is kind of, you know, what I talk about. It's just like, it's okay if you don't feel like you deserve to feel bad because your life isn't so bad it's like well just existing is is pretty complicated you know and and people don't really talk about that it is it is i i love what you're saying about tiktok too because i mean it's funny that you said you thought it's for younger people and to me you're a younger person <laughs> uh and i talk i talk to people my age and they like have no interest i'm not going there i'm not going to do it you know but it reminds me of my younger brother who said i'll never go on facebook and now he's probably on facebook more than yeah. i am but so how how long have you been doing this and how did it morph into what to me seems like this poignant form of comedy so i mean it started as an accident really like i one day was like i'm gonna post i'm gonna do it like i've been watching for eight months since i got on um so this was like uh september 2020 um so i haven't actually been doing it that long you know and no not even a year and yeah, a half really, and right? so the first uh of course i did like a lot of research beforehand like what works like what do people like like how long should my videos be um and so the first thing i did was a series called pretending like i have followers until i do um and then so like every day mm -hmm. at the top of the screen it said like day one of pretending i have followers until i do uh and i just started making <laughs> co content as if i already had a huge following so i just went into it like acting all confident like talking to people who had no idea who I was, you know, and four people were seeing it. Um, and then it just kind of went from there. I just started talking about what was happening. And that and that was uh, what really resonated with people. It was um, Thanksgiving was the first time I ever went viral, you know, Thanksgiving of 2020. And I just said, I, I sang it, but I said, how are we going to tell them that we're never coming back to Thanksgiving because it's so much more fun at home where nobody makes you cry. Um, because, <laughs> I mean, holidays are just good. so emotionally charged. And, you know, you would never see something like that on, on Instagram or on Facebook. Like, going to, you know, like, somebody's always crying at Thanksgiving. Somebody, you know, there's always drama. There's family situations. And, um, you know, it was, it was the first time people were like, oh, my gosh 
same, you know, I'm, this is exactly how I feel like it's been so nice to be home and not have to get into that. So then from there was just kind of how I continued to share what exactly what I was feeling in the moment, which, you know, it's kind of how I got where I am. <laughs> well, and, and you do that really well. I'm, I'm actually working on a course that is going to be something like ignite your video creator superpowers. And I think that it's a superpower that you have to tell it like it is to speak that vulnerably and that authentically. Uh, and, but you have no stand-up comedy, no acting, nothing that it was just the inspiration of TikTok that caused <laughs> you to um, be that authentic? Yeah, I don't have any uh, experience like professionally, although um, I think that delivery that you're saying, the way that I you know, present things, um, I definitely have always had that because I was a bartender and a server for a very long time. Um, before I started my career, and I had more than one person ask me if I did stand up, just based on the way I addressed a table or said the specials, like <laughs> because everything I right. I'm I'm a pretty self conscious person, so I think the way I deliver is a little bit over animated and nervous, so it comes across you know pretty comedic. The timing and but it really I think it really is just that I am that nervous and that staccato about things like that. And you don't try and hide no, it. No, no. That's, that's the kind of beautiful <laughs> Yeah, thing. I don't edit that out. Yeah, that well, that's that I think is one of the keys to your success, if I can say so. So but you started in September posting and you had a viral video within two months. Is mm -hmm. that right? So it's September yeah. and November because you said it was Thanksgiving. Yes. That's that's remarkable. And that and I agree with you, by the way, I think it's worth reinforcing. There is no question in my mind as a marketing professional that there is no other channel where you can build an audience faster than on TikTok. And you're kind of illustrating yeah. that. Well, I want to dig I want to dig in a little bit to the to the personal nature of it. Um, you've, the other thing you've done that I think is remarkable as somebody that does have a back, a little bit of a background in show business is you've got these signature lines, right? You know, it's like the Walter Cronkite used to say, you know, and that's the way it is, yeah. and, you know, <laughs> but you have already a couple of signature lines and the merch to go with it. So you say, keep it up, cutie. I'm proud of you. Mm -hmm. and maybe you should deliver the yeah, line because the I, audience I, is not going to get Keep the, it up, cutie. I'm proud of you is like was I think oh no I probably said manifesting first but yeah hey bestie I better not catch you getting down on yourself or having a rest day on the couch or in your bed rest is required it's not a reward for doing a bunch of stuff you better give yourself a big old kiss and say thanks for the day off me I needed it you don't have to earn rest keep it up cutie I'm proud of you so the other thing about me is generally when I'm delivering content everything that I write and everything that I perform, I'm talking to myself, you know, that advice, that thing I'm saying is to me. Uh, and so, you know, that may be a little bit embarrassing, but for me, it's like, what would I want someone to say to me? And it's like, I'd want them to shake me and be like, keep it up, cutie. <laughs> so, you know, that's just what I I'm started proud of you. doing. That, yeah. I mean, it sounds like your mother, is that is that what you what you want your mother to it, say? It's is that... definitely what, yes, it's definitely what you would want uh, your mother to say. And I actually do have a, a smaller series of videos uh, where I'm uh, TikTok's mom and I say a, a, 
a lot of things um, that you would want to hear from your mom just because, you know, yeah, it's one of those things. If you didn't have it, it's it's nice to know <laughs> if somebody else is out there. Like, I also wish somebody would have said that to me. So I'll say it to you. Yeah, it's really it's it's a nice sentiment. Although that when you say you're talking to yourself, the ones that end in keep it up, cutie, I'm proud of you or the ones you're I'm talking, talking to, to everybody, but I'm also talking to myself. <laughs> But the one, the ones where you're standing in the snow or in the field, and end up saying it's called manifesting. Look it up. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's my impersonation yes, it, of you. Um, <laughs> it, <laughs> those you're talking to God. I'm is that right? I mean, you're to, not really talking to yourself. When I say it's called manifesting, look it up. I'm talking to whoever's looking at me, saying, "What is she doing?" You know, because that's kind of no, no. But prior to that, prior to that, when you're saying, "Let's have a good day," I'm or just whatever. talking to you know. Whoever, powers that be. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. higher power, whatever. You are talking to a power greater yes. than yourself. I. That's my. That's a. Or maybe that's just my no, interpretation. Absolutely. Whatever. Whatever force is out there that could get me the things I'm asking for. That's. <laughs> I'll take help from anybody. Hey, I don't know what I'm doing, and I don't know what I want, and I don't know if I mentioned it, but I don't know what I'm doing. So if you could sort that for me, thank you. It's called manifesting. Look it up. The takeaways that I would want the Video Mojo audience to get is one: you're you've, you're opening yourself up to really tell it like it is, to be vulnerable and authentic, like to the max. Is there are there any keys to? They help other people to be willing to that because willing to do that because I know there's you know the epidemic of imposter syndrome and you've how some you've somehow stepped right over that. I well and, seemingly and, seemingly <laughs> I don't think anybody can step over imposter syndrome, uh, especially if you. Well, well, but you're doing. I mean, that's the second thing I was going to get to is you're taking action. You are really posting. Yeah. So um, that's that's what people have to do to get over it is just. Yeah. Do stuff, right. Um, this is me. This is me doing right. stuff. Um, but how do you get so, so vulnerable? Yeah. Any tips on how to do yeah. that? Uh, my one thing that I always tell myself, if what I'm saying feels like something, I'm a little nervous that it's only happening to me. Um, I always tell myself, like, if it's happening to you, it's happening to someone else. Like, I don't know who it is. It could be five people. It could be five million people. But somebody is going to see this and it's that person is going to say, I thought that was only happening to me. And, uh, and that's kind of my whole point is like, I'll say it because I want other people to know other people have these feelings. I didn't really know that, you know, my whole life that everybody was also struggling or, you know, people were struggling. People were having these, you know, a hard time, depression and anxiety and ADHD. And, uh, you know, nobody was talking about it. So you just went along and, acted like you were supposed to and thought you were on your own. And um, people, that's kind of when people are reacting or relating to me or in the comments, like, I thought I was the only one. Like, that, you know, that also keeps me going. But uh, my line that I say is, you're not as unique as you think you are. You know, nobody is. So it's, there's no fear. You can say whatever you want. It'll usually go okay. <laughs> Yeah, in some ways, the scarier the better, because you're as as you get as you go deeper and get more vulnerable, yeah. um, and people relate to that. That's this 
amazing chemistry. I love that, that, that people are saying, I thought I was the only one. That's really a service. That must make you feel really good. It, completely, yeah. And there was, like when you touched on the imposter syndrome, initially when I started getting a following, I was terrified and I kept asking people. I said, I don't know why they're following me. And they said, well, what are you posting about? And I said, literally just what's happening to me. And that said, yeah, people don't know that other people are going through what they're going through. Like, and I don't know if I just didn't know that, you know, I thought I couldn't possibly have something to say that nobody has heard until you say it and you find out how many people haven't heard it. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely one of the things that I love about TikTok is that I think that there's a lot of authenticity and also people are having fun. I mean, you're particularly the ones out in the field where you're talking to a power greater than yourself, you know, and then it's called manifesting. Look it up. It's, it's, uh, you know, you're having fun. There's, there's clearly, uh, a joy in it. And that <laughs> I find that broadly on TikTok. Yeah. But you're having a good time, uh, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Just yes. I mean, <laughs> sometimes it's a little cold, but other than that, I am having a good time. Uh, there's definitely something freeing you, about and, that. <laughs> it is. It's great. That's, I mean, and that's why I relate to it, I think, and why I think it was funny. I mean, you, you're just cracking me up when I first found you. Um, so you have a day job mm -hmm. and you're selling merch. I don't know what kind of business that is, but, you know, and I'm not quite sure. I would imagine you would have endorsement opportunities at 137,000 followers. Oh, uh, yeah. As of this I recording. Well, so I, I um, am very busy. <laughs> I uh, I work over full time. Um, I own an event company uh, with my brother, and um, we put on about thirty events a year. Um, I work, you know, five to seven days a week. Uh, I'm up at, you know, what Sunday I got up at, you know, four thirty, and you work all day. And uh, so TikTok and and the content creation really is my fun stuff, my merch line. That's my fun stuff. That's my, those are, this is my, this is what I'm doing for fun. Um, which is why I don't have a ton of brand deals. Not that I don't get offered. Uh, I just, I say no, because I, I really don't have the, the time I'd like to have for all of that because I'm pretty, I'm pretty tied down. <laughs> um, so you're not thinking you're not thinking about getting into TikTok full time. Uh, I definitely think about it all the time, but um, it's going to be it if it's possible. Um, it's a little easier in the winter, uh, and then the just the feasibility of leaving my career and the company that I own and that I've you know been building and uh, have been at for ten and a half years. Um, you know, I really. I really found something that I love in the content creation, um, but that's a little bit fearful too. Uh, making it my job, I get a little worried about that. You know, would it lose its fun for me, or you know, would I love it even more because I'd have more time to dedicate to it um, instead of p feeling right. pulled in and multiple right. directions? Uh, uh, yeah, risky, riskier revenue stream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I would encourage it. Not like I have any skin in the game, but um, you know, it's it's. I think that you have real talent and that it's worth developing. So, with a full time job, 
my guess is that your cadence is that you're posting about once a day. Is that right? Yeah, once or twice um, and about the same time. So, you know, it's either a morning routine, which is in my car, and those are the days I'm at the office, uh, or a morning scream in the yard. <laughs> and that's before work. Uh, uh, and then either in my car on the way home or in my bed when I'm home. So, yeah, it's pretty regimented to the the four free times I have in the day. Because I think the cadence is another thing that a lot of people don't understand. And when I and, and I'm still I, trying to ramp myself up to post to TikTok daily. That's a goal that I have at least once a day. Yeah. But I, my understanding from kind of everybody that I've listened to, I mean, is one to three times a day, which seems like an unimaginable amount of video to a lot of people. So why is that so important? Um, consistency. Like if anybody asks, like, how do I grow? Uh, it's consistency, dealing with the disappointment for a while, um, because the algorithm doesn't really trust you until it does. You know, it has to see that you're you're really going to do it once, twice, three times a day and that you're going to do that for a week, two weeks, a month, two months, three months. Um, and then, you know, you'll get a little bit more consistency in, in your views. And even then, sometimes not. But uh, I say, you know, if anybody ever asks, I say consistency, you have to do it every day. Um, and I do think that's the most unsustainable part about it. Uh, that makes me, you know, a little frustrated. It does seem like a little unfair of the internet to need that kind of uh, contribution from its creators. Because um, I think there is a lot of creator burnout. I kind of watched it with the first round of uh, creators I came into TikTok with. Um, either, you know, they're where I am, past where I am, or they completely fell off, you know, six months ago. Um, just because it is, it's it's a mental toll to keep at that and take <laughs> the algorithm abuse kind of, um, and sometimes see hmm. absolutely no feedback from that, you know, because it really is. Uh, I saw somebody say like eighty twenty, only twenty percent of your posts are gonna make any significant dent, you know, and the other eighty percent are just to keep you consistent. That's a new term I had never heard algorithm abuse before. <laughs> I, I like the video where you went meta on that and said, you know, be nice to creators because we're out here cranking it out every day, so mm -hmm. to speak, and not everything is going to be stellar, but give us some love yeah. anyway. And do you want to say any more about um, that? Yeah, just, I mean... It, you know, people don't understand what it takes. Yeah, I don't know. I, people don't... It doesn't seem to me that they're talking about that. Um, but like if you post, so I'll post sometimes like a friends only and then, you know, other creators that I'm mutuals with where you're like, hey, I'm super burnt out. I'm having a really hard time keeping up. And everybody, same thing. Like I'm also super burnt out. I'm also having a hard time keeping up. And you're like, yeah, it seems a little crazy that we're all, you know, producing at this rate. But um, it's almost like if you want to do this, that's what you got to do. And I've seen now which is so cool. And just like when I talk about how much the community aspect, I just I just love the TikTok community. Um, people taking over, people posting videos for friends, like sending your friend your login and they post for you for three days, you know. 
uh, just to keep your wow. your content in the stream so you can take days off. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's like it's I love seeing that part of the community. I also think it's a bummer that that's required <laughs> to stay that on it. Um, but people say, you know, on the days when I'm having a bad day, somebody says, like, well, what would you rather be doing? And I say, I still like this better. You know, <laughs> I still love this. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, would you rather yeah, quit? I mean, and that is kind of the bottom line yeah. is. Sorry, no, would you rather quit or would you rather deal with this? And I'm like, oh, I'd rather deal with it. Perspective. Yeah, I mean, the, the bottom line is it it is ultimately fun, even though it requires some pacing with your energy to not yeah. get burned out. Any Anything else of people that are aspiring to be video creators? I, I like that you use that as your title. And I, I do think that, you know, the creator economy is this dynamic now and I'm particularly passionate about video creators, yeah. and I think TikTok is the fuel for that totally. engine. Totally, and and I appreciate your insights as somebody who is doing I it. I think, uh, you know, yeah, I, no. Yeah, as far as like advice for someone who's trying to get into it, is that uh, even when it looks like it's easy, like <laughs> I think people make it look too easy, and I think that's kind of part of the the fear of getting into it. You know, people are like, I'm scared to post videos because I don't want to deal with the backlash or the ramifications of the algorithm. If it looks like it's easy for somebody, it's probably not. <laughs> um, and the other thing is people say like, oh, what was it like exploding overnight? And I'm like, I didn't explode overnight. You know, <laughs> it was one mm -hmm. video a month would pop for a year and you, know, you slowly grow that community. Um, it, it is never as easy as it looks, I don't think. And I've never spoken to somebody who said, you know, it was easy, <laughs> but don't give up. But, but yeah, worth but it. worth it. Keep it yeah, up, you, cutie. You I'm proud of you. You think you are? Keep it up. <laughs> and are you doing it all by yourself? I am. Yeah, I, uh, me and my tripod. You know, <laughs> I got. Yeah, I was wondering when you're in the field. Is are you mic'd? I am not. I am just screaming. <laughs> that's why uh you know people will be like why is she screeching and i'm like well my phone's kind of far away from me <laughs> i want to make sure it can hear me the audio is good and, and it's and it's really good good content anna and i i appreciate you taking the time and i'm glad you're going to keep it up and i think that it's great evidence of someone having what we call video mojo and then really utilizing this dynamic of being yeah. human, of, you know, kind of authenticity gets thrown around a lot. And I think it's really about being deeply human. And, and you know, clearly what you're doing is coming from your own soul and your own angst and your own process and, and living life the way you're living I'm life. glad that comes across, actually. You know, I've never, you put it really eloquently, but I've never really heard it said back to me, like, this is what you're doing. And it's like, oh, that is what I'm doing. Yeah, I mean, and it's what I think more of us need to do because, you know, there's, you you said something in the text that you sent me earlier about being anti-hustle. Mm -hmm. And even though we're talking about something that's challenging, you know, if you're having one video that pops out of 30 that you do during a month, that's really tough. Mentally tough, yeah. It's tough to do 30 videos in a month and then tough to only really get the reward one time out of those 30 but 
you you said the one the last question that I have is about you said until the algorithm trusts you. Mm-hmm. So did you actually like get the feeling of the, I mean, the algorithm is not a person. No, no, yeah, no, of course. But, uh, (laughs) we know uh, that (laughs) it's, uh, there's just a point where there becomes like a more average number of views that you can expect. Uh, and that's like, to me where I would say like the algorithm kind of trusts me now, you know, like that my content is consistent enough. Um, but you do like notice if you if you take two days off or something, it takes two weeks to get back in the rotation. Is that about, right? Yeah, it's <laughs> that is really interesting information. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I really in order to get to truly daily, I'm certainly going to have to batch so that yeah. There's one there for each day. Yeah, and that's a problem I have <laughs> is that I don't batch because uh, everything I make is in the moment, which I think is part of its magic. So <laughs> I have to wait until something hits. <sighs> All right. Well, thank you for you know your consistency. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> as well as for your humanity and for taking the time to talk to me and Video Mojo. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's nice to talk about creating. Absolutely. Well, we'll stay in touch, and I'm certainly going to keep watching your videos. All right. Thank you. Thank you.